the levels at which I am just radiating disgust right now is um, concerning, considering I am in sunny little Los Angeles, meant to be living my best life. Um, this is nearly hour 40 without me sleeping, so... For anyone who's been around long enough, we all know what that means. It means life's about to get real weird for Mary. Yeah, that has always really been my telltale sign. Like, I used to suffer with insomnia real bad. Like, real, you know, like, not, like, quirky insomnia. I'm not like, oh, my God, I went to bed at one o'clock. Like, I'm talking, like, I'm going days without sleeping and, like, hallucinating. Like, fully, for a good year of my life, we're seeing people that weren't there. Like, imagine... Imagine trying to explain that to your teachers and your parents at 15, thinking that also, like, everybody else is seeing these people. Okay, so, yeah, I don't actually even know why I decided that a trauma dump was how we were going to open this. Um, I just took an edible. I have been sobbing my eyes out all day. And, you know, like, I was like, oh, I don't really want to, like, talk about it because it just, like, feels so fucking entitled and it's, like, ill. Like, I actually do make myself so sick. Um... And I, like, called my parents earlier, you know, and I don't know. I just had, like, this really nice conversation with my mom. And I think, like, being 25, um, or, like, just being in my 20s, actually, and, like, being so much closer with my mom now, um, I'm, like, kind of seeing myself through her eyes. And so, you know, like, when this trip was kind of the thing that I had set in stone to happen. I saved up and I bought my flights and I booked my Airbnb. Fucking hell, never doing that again. But, you know, like I kind of just did all this shit by myself, kind of like moved in silence, as they say. And then, like once everything was booked, that was when I started telling people that I was gonna go. And, like I've always wanted to travel the world. That's like, besides being like a lawyer or an actor like when I was a kid the only other dream I had was to travel I was like I have to be in a job that lets me travel which is probably why I stuck with the law thing for so long because I was like like at every point in my life where I could have second guessed whether or not I was good enough to do a law degree like I didn't because I was like well at least it's a job that you can kind of fuck off out of the country with like you know I don't know um and it was the same with being an actor because I was like well I'm gonna be on Broadway so like it's you know, like, I already know what's true. Oh, my God. I forgot that I am staying in a shithole. So, I'm literally staying in, in a sonda. And, like, the fucking... Oh, my God. I, I don't know what it is because I'm not American. I don't know if it's a, a diffuser, a heater, AC. I don't know what this electronic Samsung box is hanging off the wall. I'm going to try and edit the fuck out of the sound that it's making right now. So, I really hope that you can't hear that. It just got louder. Amazing. Life is... Life is so... So fun. You know? And there we go. Anyway. Um, yeah. And then I thought I was going to be an actor on Broadway. So I was like, uh, duh. I'm going to be in New York. Like, I I literally, like, knew the apartment I was going to live in. Like, it, it was so serious. Like, it was, it was so serious. I was like, I have to get out of London. Like, I don't really know what my issue with the city was. Like, I... I I still couldn't tell you, like, I genuinely think London is one of the best cities in the world. I just think it was, like, way too familiar. And like, also when my mum was my age, like, my exact age, she had left her entire family, came to England, 
like had me, was married, had a job, all by the time she was 25. Girl, I said, I gotta go. I gotta go. I can't stay. Sorry. I will not turn 25 and look my mother in the eyes knowing she had me at 25 and tell her that I will not even look at a man. I will not even look at a man. So, you know, uh, yeah, running away was really my only choice. And then obviously I got her in the fucking shit show. Um, Los Angeles itself, gorgeous city. You know, I am absolutely blown away by LA. I think that one week wasn't enough when I came last year. I actually had no fucking idea what I was doing. Like, LA is so big, I barely saw a fraction of it. And it's just like cool to be able to walk to the beach, you know? Like, I've just never ever had a life in which you can just walk to the beach. So it's cool for that change of scenery. But then today I just kind of had a massive mental breakdown because, um, you know, my situation with Airbnb, like, still isn't resolved. If you don't know what the situation is, it's on my TikTok. It's in last week's podcast episode also. It's just like, it's been a month since I got here. And like every single day of my trip, I've had to like deal with Airbnb in some capacity and then feel like completely like just burnt out by the end of the five hour fucking back and forth of like, we're putting you through to this team. We'll email you here. Please be patient. Blah, 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 blah. Oh my God. Like, oof, I can't even give too much energy to that brand anymore because like I, I have some very unholy things to say and I'm a child of God. Anyway, um, let's talk about the big boy news. So I, I don't want to come on this podcast. And every single time I come on this podcast, I'm like, oh my God, guys, I'm a genius. But this has kind of been their biggest slay year. Like, be so real. A lot of you didn't know who boy genius were before this year. Be so real. So real. And it's okay. It is okay. And I mean, I'm saying it's okay. I'm still going to be the girl that brags that I did know who they were before this year. But like, it's okay for you, you know? And <laughs> guys, by the way, I am joking. I just need everyone to know that. Um, but yeah, I feel like this was really like that it go yeah, like the record came out, the rest came out. They did like world tour. Like, it's just amazing. They did Madison Square Garden. I'm going to see them at the Hollywood Bowl next week, week after. I'm clearly not very good at dates, but I just feel like this is a really big year. And then I just watched their Zane Lowe interview and um, they're kind of talking about like the end of Boy Genius and like going back to their solo careers and it's so fucking sad like especially to me <laughs> no but I like when the EP came out I was like wow like this is this is music like this is real fucking music and I feel like that is really the time when I was like in my little indie era I say indie I was definitely listening to Black Bear so I don't know why I led... Oh, no. Actually, do you know who I was listening to in 2018? <laughs> Nash. And I don't mean, like, I liked the song I Hate You, I Love You, Nash featuring Olivia O'Brien. I mean, I love that song so severely that it played when you clicked my Tumblr profile. And I also went to see Nash perform at Reading so I could listen to his entire set list and belt my heart out to this song. So, yeah, it was kind of serious, actually. And I will say it, I'll say it right here, like, the bitches who were listening to music in that genre really turned out to be a hot girl. Hot girl with many a mental illness, but, like, a hot girl nonetheless. And that's all that matters, really. 
Because like, no, actually, yeah, no, I'm going to do it. Okay. Love you, Rachel. If you're listening, she's probably not listening, but one of my bestest friends in the fucking entire world, Rachel, we met in school, but well, no, let me clarify that. We met in sixth form, which is school, but it's not my secondary school for my American besties. Cause you know that I, <laughs> I'm not speaking to anyone I went to secondary school with, but we met in sixth form, but we actually used to follow each other on Twitter, like years before we went to school together and so we kind of had like similar friends from like being on stan twitter but also like obviously when you're on stan twitter everyone's anonymous so like it's kind of weird but yeah she like brought it up to me on like maybe my second day at this school and i was like holy shit like let's keep that under wraps because i went into sixth form and i was like no 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 no. i'm a new person now it's like no fan life for me i was like the bitches will not know that i have a fan account because no it was just my secret it was just like my little secret i like really do love stan twitter and will always hold it so close to my heart because it gave me the happiest moments of my childhood and like the best friends in the entire planet but you know, I wasn't trying to brag about it. So when I went to sixth form, I also had to like cut back on my dance classes because I was like taking my A-levels and I was trying to get into law school, blah, blah, blah. Like I was doing all these things. So I cut back on my musical theater and dance classes. And in the midst of all of this, I deleted my fan account um, because I decided I was an adult. And it was probably one of the stupidest things I've ever done because there's no age limit on fucking enjoying things, okay? So if you are younger than me and you're listening to this and maybe you have, like, something that you're super embarrassed about or it's, like, your guilty pleasure, fucking hold on to that shit. Like, love it until the love runs out, I'm telling you, because, like, it's just not worth it. Like, it's not worth looking back and being like, I was embarrassed about liking those things, you know? Because they... They just make up so much of who you are. Like, I love being a fangirl. I think it's, like, the best thing I've ever done. Like, I love it. And, okay, like, not the best thing I've ever done. Like, that's a bit excessive. But, like, you know what I mean? It's like, It brought me so much joy. I used to be a super confident kid, which, like, I even struggle to believe because I, like, only really remember my life from, like, the ages of 12 onwards and, like, that even that's a bit blurry until 16 but I was just always like oh like I'm just I'm like super shy and like super anxious and super quiet because I've always been that way and like I think as I grew up I even kind of tried to keep myself in those boxes because I was like oh that's just who I am but then I was like having a conversation with my mom recently about this and she was like I like feel bad every day for the fact that you went to that school and like I will never blame her for sending me to that school because she did what was best for me um but, like, obviously, I just ended up with, like, a, the worst teachers ever. But, like, she was saying to me, she was, like, I, like, hate that I sent you to that school because, like, it was completely the reason that I became so quiet and shy and, like, lost all my confidence. And those things, like, dancing and musical theatre and having a fan account and traveling like the lengths of England as a teenager on a fucking megabus and meeting strangers online who then became people who left fingerprints on my life forever are like memories that I will never forget and like memories that I'm gonna tell people for the rest of my life and it fucking sucks that I was like in year nine so embarrassed to like tell anyone that like 
all these cool people were on the internet. Because also like my generation is a generation that was born with Google. Like we weren't born into Google, we were born with it. So like we know a life without internet. And that also means our parents had lived their entire life until our existence without internet. So many late 90s babies, actually I think anyone who was born before like 2010, probably had their parents tell them, don't speak to strangers on the internet, don't meet up with people on the internet, like everyone on the internet is going to put you in the back of their van, feed you sweets and kill you. And obviously precautions do have to be taken. I personally don't have a sweet tooth, so, you know, wasn't really worried about that. If someone offered me a chocolate bar, I will always walk the other way. So, you know, that was, that wasn't really... Uh, my parents' biggest risk. I also think they were like, mm, they're aware of how much trauma I've been through. So, you know, they knew I'd be fine. One time, sorry, I did take an edible. I don't know if I already said that. So I am actually just telling a shit ton of stories every time I start a new sentence and I'm realizing that I'm doing it and I'm fucking annoying myself. But like, I'm actually realizing that I haven't said this before. So I'm gonna say it anyway. One time I was shopping when I was younger, been the same bitch my whole life. Uh, my mum and I went to Blue Water. And if you don't know what Blue Water is, because uh, you're not from London, or Kent, or England, let's just say, then it is basically a shopping centre, and it's in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. So you have to leave London and get, like, a massive train. <laughs> okay, like, imagine being in America and taking an Amtrak to go shopping. Like, that kind of vibe, okay. So you take the train, you go through the cliffs, it literally goes through the cliffs, because you're going to the coast, and then you get off the train and you have to take a fucking shuttle bus through the cliffs. Anyway, anyway, we get to Blue Water, me and my mom. I'm like, yes, make her park, it's her. I'm like, so young, no concept of money. I'm like, this is it. Like I'm getting a sparkly pink necklace, some clip-on hoop earrings, and a fucking strawberry milkshake from McDonald's. I was like, let's go. Like, this is about to get lit. Um, Clearly my mum was not on the same page as me. She was a mum. She had things to buy for her children. I just wanted a milkshake. So anyway, we are moseying around together and it's getting late. Obviously I'm a child who just doesn't really want to be in a shopping centre after the time of like 9pm. Uh, I've always been this way, I still am this way. I do not wish to leave the function when I feel tired. I like to leave so I can be tired in bed. Um, so I, I like to, I like to be out of there at least two hours in advance. And so 9pm in Kent when I'm from London, when we're not looking at a before midnight bed, bedtime, you know? So we're walking around, I'm getting tired, getting a bit slow. And then we walk past the Apple store. Obviously, you know, we're, we're in the mid 2010s here. Apple is like, this is rich kid shit to me. I'm like, wait, look at this. Like, this is amazing. And I just don't announce to anyone I don't know what I'm saying anyone, it was just my mum, but I don't tell anyone that I am going to look at the MacBooks and take pictures of myself in photo booth for the remainder of the time that the shopping centre is open. Um, and then for some reason, I didn't, I didn't think to go to the place where my mum said she would be. Instead, I took the train tickets and the coach tickets and waddled my ass back to London. Um, it was a very actually interesting day because it went well, love shopping with my mom, and then obviously decided to run away. So um, I'm, a, I'm a person that like loves praise. <laughs> Sorry, I 
I really was a kid that grew up on academic validation and that has manifested into me always craving validation in my life now. So, you know, I am chilling. I'm making my way home from the middle of nowhere. The sun has set. I am a child. Um, my mom's called the police. The police are looking for me. My mom has called my dad. He's like, bitch, I don't fucking know what's going on here. You know, like he doesn't know where I am. She doesn't know where I am. I think they both are considering the fact that they they might have lost a kid here. Um, and meanwhile, I am sat on this train reading a book, figuring out how to get home. I do make it home in one piece, absolutely by myself. I get home. I asked my mom, uh, no, sorry, my mom asked me, she was like, how did you figure out how to get home? And I was like, oh, it was fine. I just needed to figure out how to get the central line from Lewisham. Uh, central line doesn't go to fucking Lewisham, by the way, but that's not what I meant. I just meant like I meant like where to get a train from Lewisham to change, you know? Anyway, so I was like to my mom, I was like, oh, I just asked, I asked a policeman. And she was like, oh, where did you ask the policeman? Like, good for you speaking up. And I was like, oh, I asked him at Lewisham Station. She was like, Mary, those were the policemen that were looking for you. And I will never forget that. I will actually never forget that. There was literally five of them. And I was like, hey, shawty. Like, <laughs> I just ran away from my mom and I need to go home. And they literally put me on the train and was like, good luck. <laughs> Didn't say anything. Um, but I made it home from there after running away. And I was a child. So I can't actually remember why I originally began telling this story. I assume it's because I was going to say I can get home from somewhere else. But ding, ding, ding. Mary makes it home in many pieces. No, one piece. What? I was actually, like, I was having a conversation with my dad the other day, actually. And it was so funny because, like, I have a bad memory. And I've always had a bad memory because, like, depression causes memory loss. But also now, like, I've just made it worse because I smoke too much. But, like, I'm not really sure why my dad has bad memory. It's probably because he's old. But regardless... We're both like just fighting bad memories here. And so we both keep starting sentences and then like saying stories based on the other person's like sentence for what they were introducing. And like, we're just going back and forth and then we get like midway and I'm like, what are we even talking about anymore? And no one knows. And I think that's where I get it from. But literally no one fucking cares. Anyway, um, I have been watching Bravo like crazy. Obviously I, actually I don't know if it's obvious or even, if I said it explicitly, I'm extremely depressed right now. <laughs> um, but I'm in LA. So whatever. So I've been in bed um, today. Today was, yeah, today is actually the only day I think that I have not left my hotel room, which I'm really proud of because I, I don't like going outside ever. People are scary and not in like a quirky American horror story way. I mean, like people actually terrify me. So I really do prefer to not go outside. But I just like need to do it more and I like really am becoming such a hermit at home and like I know when I get back to London it, it's gonna be like the middle of winter and so I'm not gonna want to go out even more and yeah today I just didn't really go out but I'm like I can't be mad at myself about that like I've been sobbing all day and yeah also like my thighs are so sore from sores like yesterday so there's kind of like all these reasons why I should be giving my body a break and I don't really know why I'm trying to fight that so <gasps> Sorry, 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 sorry. I just remembered why the fuck I was telling you about the Blue Water story. I'm so sorry. I was uh, talking about Boy Genius, right? I don't, actually, I, that could not be the truth. I also just yanked my earphones out of my ear. Um, yeah, sorry, that could also not be the truth. I feel like I was meant to tell the Boy Genius story three different times and then ended up just telling three different stories. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is that 
The other day, Boy Genius tweeted saying, buy a vinyl, get free tickets to a live acoustic gig in Long Beach. Obviously, I'm in LA. Um, I bought a vinyl and I got to see my favorite band in the entire world live again. Um, made my way to Long Beach. I have literally do not fucking know what's going on there. I, I went. I didn't understand what was going on. I left. I came back. I went to the show. I came back. Um, and then I'm seeing them at the Hollywood Bowl next week, which is insane. Like, bro, that's fucking crazy. Anyway, back to today. So I've just been in bed all day and I've been watching Bravo because they got the Bravo channel here. And like, you guys know, I'm big into the Real Housewives recently. Like this year changed the game for me. I'm obsessed with the Real Housewives. And so I've been watching the Real Housewives of New York live. Thank fucking God, the reunions this Sunday. So I've been watching it live, which has been so fun. I basically watched the entire season from LA. I think there were like two episodes out before I left. And so I've been able to watch it live. It's so fun. I can't wait for the reunion. But then also, I've never watched The Real Housewives of Miami just because like I got into it super late and there's so many seasons of Miami. And I feel like the other ones with loads of seasons like New York, New Jersey, Beverly Hills, Atlanta, like those are the ones that you like want to keep your finger on the pulse with. And Miami, I was just kind of like, oh, I don't hear that many people talk about Real Housewives of Miami. And then I met someone who was like obsessed with The Real Housewives of Miami. And it's been on quite a lot here. I I am obsessed. Alexia, my queen. Like, my actual queen. Thank you so much. Um, I will say, did get a big jump scare, talking of Bravo, because Tom Sandoval, Mr. Sandoval of Scandoval fame, is in some tv show in the u.s i don't know and i keep seeing the adverts for it and i'm like what when did we okay tom sandoval listen i respect everyone's grind to be booked and busy i it was just i would have i would have liked a trigger warning you know it was kind of crazy also another crazy advert i um i like i studied politics for a lot of my teen years so i am like super aware of like the political strategy differences between countries for like how they campaign and like grassroots campaigning and like all the different types of campaigning and caucuses etc etc like all these things that make countries and cultures and societies so different in their voting techniques um and so I've always been very aware of like how American politics works and like how they campaign and stuff like that and how they build uh you know their voters and just kind of the whole layout and plan behind the primaries basically and I always thought it was so weird obviously because I'm English and it's just not that way in the UK I think like that level of political propaganda would probably cause a riot or something in the UK so yeah it's just not really something we are that like the I feel like in the UK that you can feel a kind of separation from the politics a bit more than you can in the US um and I just think that's crazy because I opened up my laptop the other day and here comes Joe Biden asking for a fucking rainy day, like spare change. I was like, I'm trying to listen to the new Boy Genius album so I can watch the music video on YouTube. I don't want to see Biden being like, hey, bestie, I this don't, I would just love, a, you know, regularly, regularly, 
regularly scheduled BetterHelp ad. That would be fantastic. Something I do want to talk about, though, as I stare at Andy Cohen and Tiffany Pollard as my TV is on mute, um, obviously watch what happens live on Bravo. But something I do want to talk about is Taylor Swift. And like, I, I do fucks with my girl Taylor, you know? She is my girly pop. I have been listening to her music since debut. Like, I just love her. Um, and she is with Mr. Travis Kelsey. And they seem so fucking adorable, first and foremost. And I kind of wanted to weigh in like my two cents on this because literally nobody cares and it like means absolutely nothing. But I find it interesting when you look at the history of like Taylor's type, for example, she does have a type and I am very, I'm very familiar with that type. I am, I am. I do. Yeah, no, I do think me and Taylor have a lot in common um, because I too, I too would do crazy things for Harry Styles, Matty Healy and Jake Gyllenhaal. So you know, I get it. Um, but she does have like a very similar style of man. And obviously that's what a type is. But Travis, like he's a, oh my God, he's a man. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. It takes a lot for a man to make me go weak at the knees. Yeah. The, hmm, this is the thing. I say this to everybody, okay? I say this to everybody. Personality can change how you look. If you look nervous, if you look, I don't know, like you don't believe in yourself, if you just like look these like bad traits that you kind of feed into your own narrative, if you believe that you look those things, you will look those things, you know? And with Travis Kelsey, when I say I've never seen a man walk up that straight, like, you know when someone is just so embarrassing and all you can say to them is stand up? It's like Travis left the womb and heard someone a couple wards down being told to stand up and he fucking ran with it. Like he walks with so much confidence that I'm just, I'm in awe. I'm in actual awe of a man. A white man. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> no, I truly, I, I love how this is playing out. Um, I try not to feed into like Swifty Easter eggs. I have always been that way. I know it's like so much fun and I re I played into the Easter eggs for midnights, but that was purely because I, I had an office job and I was working in media at the time. But yeah, I've never really been like into the mind games. I, I just don't, I, I like, to know you know I just like to know so I've just never really been into it um and so you know I didn't think to assume there were easter eggs around Travis and Taylor is his name Travis or is it Kravis or is that Courtney and Travis there are too many people dating someone called Travis anyway so yeah I've just like I've just been watching watching it all unfold and people have been saying that they've been like planting easter eggs and I know that like Travis's manager uploaded that picture which has like the Taylor Swift filter on it and even saying that sentence, I'm like, Mary, do, do you understand that, like, a lot of people have no idea what you're fucking talking about? And uh, do you know what? It's okay. Because I actually never once claimed to be an educational podcast. But also, I did put this under lifestyle when I made it, and I'm not really sure it's that either. So, <laughs> who knows? Tune in next week. We might be doing algebra. 
Guys, my Uber drivers here are really funny. Um, I like got in an Uber. If, okay, the first time I had an Uber driver that was like cracking me up was when I had an Uber driver who just like fully straight up was like, you look like a 12 year old, but you act like a 30 year old. Why do British people do this? And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, your anthropological case study has, has, has shocked me, stunned me even because I just never knew. Um, and then I had a guy give me the history of the LA highways, which I loved. I really appreciated that. I, I think of that man fondly. Um, and then I did have an Uber driver who I got in the car and I said, hello, how are you? As I always do. And he turned around and he was like, oh my God, you have free healthcare. Pardon? <laughs> what happened to hello? How are you? My name is. Uh, no, I get it though. It's, it's really sad. There's been a few um, Uber drivers that I've had actually who've been telling me about like what's going on in LA in terms just like the disparity and marginalization that's happening here. Um, and I actually love that the Uber drivers talk about it. And I love that they don't just skirt around it and like drive past the situation that's going on in LA and, you know, act like it's normal. I, I really respect those Uber drivers. Um, but who else did I have? No, I think the guy who literally like pulled up his son's fracture was, was the one that won. Like he was driving the car and said, don't even worry about it. Me and you both, we're going to leave with fractures too. And I did just let it happen because also... Who am I to tell you that you're going to kill me? You know, like I, you might know something I don't. Maybe it's time I met my maker. It's not my, it's not my place to dictate. So I, I just smiled and waved um, and proceeded to tell him that every single person I went to school with probably broke multiple bones and they were fixed for free because that's how England is. Um, and he was fascinated and it was actually, you know, once the sadness kind of hits, it's just sad, but at first it was very sweet. I find it very um, endearing when people want to learn about other people's like lives. It's just such a nice thing, you know? Like, obviously it's not my life, but like, just to even ask about, oh, like in Britain, do they do this? Do they do that? You know, I think that's so, that's so nice. I don't know. But anyway, back to Taylor and Boy Genius for like a hot second. So I was meant to go to the Eras tour. Okay, no, no, whoa, 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 scratch that. I am going to the Eras tour. I was meant to go to the Eras tour movie. And for the girlies that know, those tickets came out in the US first and it was a US only event and it was meant to be Friday the 13th. And I was like, slay, let's go. So I did spend a whole month, the whole month of August, um, or whenever she released the film up until I got here trying to buy a ticket for the Eras tour movie. And it wouldn't let me because I have a British card. Literally was like to my friend Tina, I was like, hey babes, I'll bank transfer you that money right now if you buy me a ticket. Wouldn't let her buy a ticket. And then when I got to LA, I was like, okay, I'm going to buy a ticket. So I went to watch Bottoms, which is absolutely amazing if I haven't already mentioned it. Um, but whilst I watched Bottoms, I bought a ticket for the Eras Tour movie. So at this point, like I have actually waited a month to buy a ticket and taken a 13 hour flight. Um, all for Boy Genius to, to tell me to go to Long Beach the next day. And I didn't see the Eras Tour movie. Guys, I didn't go because 
I went to see Boy Genius live in person. I'm sorry, I know, like, me and my, oh my god, Pete Davidson on the Taco Bell advert. Anyway, um, my mom was like to me, she was like, Mary, like, you really wanted to go to the Eras Tour movie, like, this is all you were talking about, and I was like, I know, but like, it's out in the UK now, and it's out until December 31st, so I kind of want to go with my mom on her birthday, because my mom and Taylor Swift share a birthday, and my mom's a Swifty, um, so maybe I'll just wait it out. I mean, like, since I am going to the Eras Tour anyway, I'm kind of, like, not rushed now, and realistically, the only reason I ever wanted to go in the US was because I knew that no one in the UK would see it, but now they've all seen it, so I don't really care. <laughs> like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I only wanted to see it if I could go back to England and be like, ha, you haven't seen it yet. But now that everyone's seen it in England, I'm like, well, I'll just go and watch it in England where the cinema ticket prices are so much cheaper and I can go with my mum. Um, so yeah, Boy Genius literally on the 12th were like, hey, album comes out tomorrow, I want to see it, buy tickets. And I was like, which one is it, Mary? Is it three hours by yourself in a room with Nicole Kidman, Taylor Swift, and a bunch of insane people, myself included? Or do we just do the bunch of insane people but crying? at an in-real-life concert. That was kind of the decision I was going with, and I did go with the in-real-life one. Um, and it was so funny, because I don't really, like, have a Stan account anymore for Twitter. I just I just have my, like, Twitter account that I just shitpost from. It's just Oat Milk Loser. Like, it doesn't even have a fan name anymore. Um, but I, like... Obviously, they've got the For You on Twitter now, or I don't even want to call it X, but, like, because it's Twitter, but, like... Elon is the one who put the For You feature in, right? So I guess we're going to have to call it X for this specific circumstance. But the For You feature on my account is literally just Phoebe Bridges fans. And so as I was walking up to the venue, I was like, oh my God, I've actually seen probably every single person in this queue graduate some school, whether it was high school or college or I'm fucking no medical school. I have seen the monumental moments of all of these people's lives and none of these people know who I am, <laughs> which was crazy. Because, um, yeah, I did go to Long Beach at, like, 11 a.m. because I saw a few people tweeting at 9 a.m. saying, like, there's a line. So I went at 11 a.m. and I was like, no, I can't do this. I was wearing a trench coat, first of all, or, like, a trench jacket, duster jacket. It's, like, thin but long. And my Aritzia one piece and I was like sweating in places that sweat should not be should not be held or found or just exist you know like it wasn't cute so I did I did just Uber back to LA which was stupid because it's a hundred pound Uber so ding 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 Mary yet again is financially irresponsible but you know what I tried to convince myself of the other day I was like Mary it's so fine if you go home with no money in your bank account and you get to start over what the fuck i've been in la way too long like that that's where that shit starts to go wrong like i can see if i lived here like that's where my life would start to go wrong anyway i did try dating out here over that uh kind of over dating i'm not i'm not i just like i just love i love thinking i'm hot you know like even if it's for one second when i get that little someone liked you i just love i love it anyway um, so yeah, probably not done with dating, but I 
I'm not coming back to the UK with a dating app on my phone. I'll tell you that much. I'm not doing it. I was actually speaking to a few people out here on Hinge, uh, which I never do, but I was like, oh my God, Mary, like, you're here, like, go find someone. And then look at me, didn't even find anyone. But I did speak to people. Replying is like a big thing for me because what I'll do is I'll download Hinge at roughly 2.33 a.m., on a Wednesday evening when for some reason, even though I've done absolutely nothing today, it's absolutely impossible for me to fall asleep. Um, and so I am re-downloading Hinge and then I go through it, I play my game of hot or not, and then Hinge tells me that I'm out of likes for the day. I close the app and never think about it again. And then suddenly I see that there is a notification number building and building and building on the sections category of my phone. So I click the section, open it, and it's Hinge. And then I go through it and I'm like, we were in the trenches, Mary. We were in the fucking trenches the whole time. So, yeah, done with that. I think it is more of a London thing, though. Because, let me tell you one thing, Taylor Swift was lying when she said, you know, I love a London boy. There's nothing to love about a London boy, okay? They are annoying. An LA boy, on the other hand, let me tell you, this little, this little trucker hat, oversized man's tee, like, situation that's going on on Venice Beach. Yeah, yeah. We could say that I have reconsidered my thoughts on marriage many a time on my little beach walks. Um, but just to update you with everything that's like going on outside of my brain. Ment- so the word is physically, as everybody else likes to refer to it. Um, I decided that I hate hating myself. Um, yeah, that was kind of a nice realization, actually. I was just like, I have all of the power in the fucking world to change things I don't like about myself. Um, And so, I don't know, I just kind of like wrote up a plan and I was like, I can't keep complaining about having short hair if I'm not willing to give up the straighteners for at least six months. You know, like there are like things that are just so easy that would aid in me feeling just a little bit more confident with myself and I can make those changes. And so why the hell not? And since I'm in the US, I bought a bunch of whitening strips because we don't have that level of hydrogen peroxide in the UK. So I just bought a bunch of whitening strips um, because I don't know, I felt like it was years ago. It must've been years ago because it was like so cringe and embarrassing and in like a weird font from what I can remember. But, um, I remember, like, there literally being a thing on Pinterest, like, if you want longer eyelashes, go and get your eyelashes done. Like, if you want whiter teeth, whiten your teeth. If you want to lose weight, go to the gym. Like, and I don't know. Obviously, I don't think it's the best, like, motivation for those things. Um, But it kind of just stuck with me. Like, the, what I believe, like, the messages behind it is that, like, you, it's never too late to be who you want to be. Like, just fucking go for it. And that's, that's my mantra for 25, by the way. It's never too late to be the person you might have become. And that applies to everything else. You know, it doesn't just apply to like, who I'm friends with, who I'm fucking, like what music I listen to, what places I've been like this. It's not just that. It's like the person I might have become 
could have had so many more possibilities because she believed in herself a bit more. And I want to be that girl. I don't want to just know that she could have existed. So, yeah, I'm just, like, trying some new things. Like, with, like, workout-wise, I'm trying some new things. Um, I've been, like, big into yoga since being back in L.A. I have taken many a Y7 yoga class, and I love Y7 yoga so, so much. They are amazing. It's hip-hop yoga, no mirrors in the class, like, exposed brick walls, which is, like, my favorite interior, and then candlelit yoga. And each flow is in three stages. And so the first one is, like, you just learn the flow. Second one, you speed it up a bit. And then on the third flow, you kind of do it by yourself and you can take it at any pace that you wish. You can add things, take things out. The instructor doesn't do the flow with you. She just kind of counts you in and it's just like peaceful if there's anything you want to like practice on top of, you know, like your regular flow that maybe you're like, I'm good at a warrior too. Like I'm going to work on my chaturanga and just like you get to do that and I just love it. Um, where else do I go to yoga? I tried core power yoga in in the States and I remember like, I think it must have been 2019, let's say. I was in New York in December. So like pre-TikTok, pre-dropout, pre, pre the Mary that you all know now. Um, I was in New York and I was actually probably more obsessed with working out then than I am now and I was like I have to go to core power because I used to be obsessed with Gretchen Garrity um and she always used to vlog like her going to core power and so I was like fuck it I'm gonna go to core power and like I, I haven't like actively watched like a Gretchen Garrity video in a few years like just I don't really watch YouTube videos anymore but I like came to LA and I was like, oh my God, like I never got around to doing that core power class that Gretchen always used to do. And I think the reason I was thinking of her is because she just got engaged. And I've always, I always used to love watching her videos because we are, they're like the same age. I think she's a year older than me, but like, you know, basically the same age. Um, and she is obviously engaged. And like, she was always like one step ahead of me in life when I was watching her videos. And then, like, and yeah, and then she met Max, and I was like, oh, many steps ahead, many levels unlocked. Um, but yeah, since they got engaged, and I watched her engagement video, I think she was just like in my mind. And then I got to LA, and I was like, oh my god, let's go to Core Power. And so I went on their website, and if anyone in the US like wants to get into yoga or whatever and doesn't want to pay for it, Core Power do a week free of unlimited classes. Fucking bag that shit up and go. That's what I did. I was taking two yoga classes a day. I got here and I was like, a week free? Oh my God, sign me up. Did I go back? No. No. Um, it's not for me, personally. I only took the Power Sculpt class. Um, I don't know why I kept taking it. I just think I was too scared to take the other ones, if that's how the Sculpt one went. Um, but it was a lot. And, and I'm realizing that I am going to have to change my ranking a bit because initially I was like solid four out of 10. I'm going to give it a six out of 10 because I have realized that most places in LA that call themselves yoga studios are actually fucking lying. Yes, they are actually fucking lying. 
Um, I went to a power class again in a place called Open in Venice, which, oh my god, guys, best fucking workout class in LA, by the way, like, the best, but I booked it, and I've been using their app, okay, so Open has an app, also called Open, and I've been using it to meditate, because, like I said, I'm getting my shit together, like, I'm changing my life, so, actually, why am I even saying that? I've, I've done six days of meditation, and I forgot to meditate yesterday, so then my streak ended, so clearly I'm not doing that well, but, I've been meditating, that's the point, and then I go onto the app, and it's like, we have a studio, and I was like, oh my god, love, so I'm obviously doing all my meditation, all my yoga flows on this app, and then I go and book a class to go in person, um, so let me know why we did burpees and jumping jacks, and lifted weights, yeah, and when I say weights, I don't mean like weights, like, I don't mean, like, oh, Pilates weights, or, like, yoga weights, I mean, we're talking 15s, mm-hmm, I'm not gonna tell you what metric system, because I'm actually not too sure, because, yeah, I'm, I'm not good with any sort of metrics, I just don't really, I don't feel like my life is defined by them, you know, oh my god, that's, like, I hate when people take things so seriously, but no, that wasn't a serious comment, but, like, I, I genuinely don't like my life to be defined by them, like, if I want a glass of water, I will decide how much water is going in that glass, you know, and whenever I read a recipe, not that I've baked anything in the past decade, but when I tried uh, 10 years ago, um, when it said a cup of sugar, I put as much sugar as I well done pleased, and yeah, the cake didn't rise, not the fucking point. I'm gonna be so real with you guys. It is 11 p.m. on Thursday. Um, and like I, I didn't sleep yesterday and I didn't sleep the day before. So, you know, we're really, we're really pulling out some all-nighters here. But the joke is that like it's not it's not fun when you're 25. Like it's not fun to pull an all-nighter. Like I I literally just look like I've been beaten up. Like it's not cool. It's not quirky. <sighs> my situation with sleep is so weird, because, like, I could, like, go three days without sleeping, and, like, yes, I'm hallucinating, yes, I have a migraine, yes, like, everything feels really weird and, like, not real, but also when I feel tired and I get into bed after those three days of not sleeping, I am literally, like, chilling on my phone for eight hours. Also, I just had a really weird, like, out-of-body experience moment where I just kind of looked at this laptop and saw my reflection in the window, and I'm just, like, sat in an empty hotel room, in a bed with a microphone, and it just felt, it just feels weird. Oh, I think my edible kicked in. 